This is Action Podcast with Paul Bailey and Sam Forsberg. Hey Sam, how are you doing? Good, thanks Paul. You? Yeah, good. I wanted to talk to you today about um, basically an experience a friend of mine had recently who they were telling me that they had the very unpleasant experience recently whilst they were on holiday of, uh, of, of being mugged. Oh no. Yeah, it was, um, it was one of those sort of scenarios that you, you feel really quite uncomfortable about because it can really just happen to anybody. He was telling me about how he'd, he'd been out on, you know, he was on holiday, he'd been out drinking and having a great time and was basically walking back um, to his hotel it wasn't too far away. It's about ten, fifteen minute walk. Probably even longer when you're drunk. But um, <laughs> he um, he he was really unfortunate and and was basically a, a attacked by a, a couple of people who um, took his money and his wallet. And um, he managed to sort of get away pretty much unharmed after that. But the the sense of um, victim sensation that he had after that meant he really struggled with with actually going out again mm. and taking that same route home and it did it did get me thinking about um we've mentioned before the victim mentality and this was something almost different to that because although he was a victim he ultimately by the end of his holiday was already going back out having a good time drinking but just being a bit more careful and sensible on the way home either getting a cab or going home with friends or you know, just just altered his pattern a little bit, but it was quite, it was quite a shocking little story. Mm, it is, and and I know that most of us, I think, probably kind of you know hear about these things and think, well, it it won't happen to me, and and that's usually because we haven't had the experience of that happening yet, mm. um, and certainly having things like our houses broken into and whatnot uh, are similar experiences where um, something happens to us, an event happens to us that. We, we don't have a lot of control over, um, but we tend to go through a lot of emotions afterwards as well. Yeah, I mean, there's always that first emotion of sort of why me, the, 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 the true victim um, emotion of, you know, it's, it, it's why has it happened to me? How, how has somebody done that to me? And you almost slip into a sense of anger sometimes at that point where you, you feel... Uh, aggression towards the person that's that's done this or the the, the scenario or mm. the experience that's happened to you yeah and, and also you can be quite angry or um, upset with yourself um, you know for, for having perhaps not necessarily um, contributed to the situation but to not having prevented it and um, we can really beat ourselves up about that and get and get tied up in knots there too yeah, you're, it's funny actually that you should say that because he, I can remember him specifically saying that he felt really guilty for a while that he didn't try and fight back, mm. um, which is obviously not a, not the best thing to do when you're being attacked and mugged anyway because you never know if they've got a weapon on them or whatever. So ultimately, it, you know, he he did get over it, but he did feel guilty for a while that he didn't do enough to either stop or. Um, prevent the situation from happening in the first place. Mm. Well, it's something that obviously this is an example that that is you know in a in a way quite extreme, or it's it's something that physically is quite threatening. Yes. And um, you know, I can think of examples like my um, the car accident that I was in when I was a lot younger that's given me a back injury, and and that 
car accident wasn't actually my fault. There's nothing driver-wise I could have done to prevent it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also applies the, the kind of idea of looking at it um, and, and our responses to these events and situations actually applies to everyday life um, and to, to things that might happen that are you know, more, not mundane, but more, more things that are mental perhaps rather than physically threatening. Um, and we can get quite stressed out. I had an experience recently where um, I received some great news from my sister. And yeah. congratulations to Kat and Dave, who are, um, they've announced their engagement and they're getting married um, in the, the new year. Fantastic. And that is brilliant news. But my actual initial reaction to it was something totally different. And it was really interesting because I at first went into total shock. Um, my sister lives on the other side of the world. So mm. um, getting back there with uh, with three or four months notice is quite a tricky thing for me to do. And um, so I actually went through about 36 hours of total shock and almost denial um, about <laughs> it because I, I didn't know how to cope. Yeah. And and then went through a week and a half of, uh, you know, a lot of the, the emotions that you've talked about, but where I really felt like I had no control over it. I couldn't do anything. I felt helpless. I I didn't have the money for the flights. I couldn't see how in the world I was going to get that money in time, um, considering that the longer I leave it, the less chance I'll have of actually even being able to get a seat, let alone pay for it. Um, So it was really interesting because after a week and a half of it, I I, I had to surrender it up, let it go, and... um, my perspective on things totally shifted after that point and what happened after that was was really um it just turned the whole thing around it was quite amazing so what was your experience of um the the, the turnaround for you when when your, the opportunity came um with a solution what what was what had to happen before to get you to that point and what happened afterwards well I, I was looking for solutions for that first week and a half. You know, I'd, I'd gone online and done a bit of research into the price of the flights and things like that, and still felt that you know because there were there were no deals available within the short time frame and things like that 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 it wasn't feasible. Mm-hmm. And yet, part of me knew that I really, really wanted to be there for cats. So. Um, there was part of me kind of fighting it, but I really felt totally helpless, like I couldn't do anything at all. And and so when I got to a point where I went, well, I can't solve this. You know, I've, I've stewed with it. I've felt out of control with it for a week and a half. I'm just going to let it go. And at that point, things started to change because all of a sudden I, f- I was not weighed down by it. I didn't feel... Um, smothered by the sense of not being in control or not being able to to find a solution and solutions started presenting themselves and I think that if I hadn't had that experience of of letting it go first I wouldn't have actually been able to see the solutions um, because you know one of them had actually been under my nose the whole time but I couldn't (laughs) see it because I felt so unresourceful. It's funny, isn't it, how um, put, being put into a victim situation um, almost clouds your, your vision and your judgment as to, to what you could, should or would do um, mm. going forward. And hopefully it's, it is a learning process so that the next time something similar happens to you, you're, you're, going, you're going to find it much easier to adapt and control maybe what happens and and get a slightly better outcome or even just turn it around a lot faster. 
Mm. Yeah, it's it's something that th- there's a term for for the the sort of approach to it, I guess, and and it's the idea of a locus of control. And whilst that sounds awfully jargony and, and technical, <laughs> I've got a um, clue what that means. But please explain. <laughs> well. It actually refers to when something happens, when you're faced with something, how, how do you respond or how do you think about it? And if you think that something's been done to you, this person or this event has happened to you and it was you know, out of your control, there's nothing you can do, um, like the response I initially had, that's when your, your, your locus of control is external. And when it's external, you, you really don't feel resourceful at all there's the 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 amount of stress you feel about the situation is so much greater and um so by actually being able to let it go i was able to bring my locus of control back to being internal inside me which is the the position where i think of things as um you know okay well something's happened so how am i going to respond to this what can i do about it what what solutions, what options, what can I look at, who can I speak to? And I, I immediately go to a much more resourceful state when, I, um, when I'm approaching problems from that direction. And that's actually my, my sort of more normal way of being these days. But, but things happen sometimes that actually really do throw us totally out of our comfort zone and out of um, you know, the place where we feel in control um, to a point where we feel quite helpless and, and really stuck. So how do you... Um explain the jargon away and make it a little less mystical and how how does somebody actually um actively rather move the locus of control from external to internal so that they can actually do something about it that's a good question (laughs) (laughs) it's something that does take practice and and certainly, you know, my my fear of spiders is another example and it's something that my automatic re- reaction to it of, of oh my gosh, you know, terror and, and that initial response still happens. But I'm, I'm now practicing every time I'm confronted with a spider and, and I practice sort of resuming that control, bringing it back in towards me and going, okay, there is a spider there and I need to deal with that, but I'm safe. And, and it's about sort of stepping back from it almost mentally and going, okay, this isn't the end of the world. What can I actually do about it right now? And that's probably the biggest question. What can I do about it now? Because you can't necessarily change the event. I can't, you know, wish the spider away or magic it away. Um, because if it ran away and I didn't know where it was, I'd be even more terrified. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I, I couldn't change the the date of, of my sister's wedding or change the, the pricing of the flights. Um, but as soon as I could ask myself, okay, well, what can I actually do myself right now? Um, you know, how can I respond to this? How can I start taking some steps in a direction? Um, then it, it does help you to start looking at things from, you know, the different point of view. Um, so that would probably be the thing I would start with. Yeah, it must, it rings bells with me actually, because when I think about um, that scenario of the locus of control with, um, my previous employment um, with a few jobs I've I've had, um, I've been made redundant a couple of times or, or been laid off. And the first time it happened, the locus of control was completely outside. I couldn't do anything. It was terrible. I was uh, torn apart. I didn't know what to do. But the second time it happened, I took the locus of control within me because 
I had had the experience before. I knew mm. what to do about it. I knew how to handle it. It was still a shock when it happened. Yeah. I was still I was still knocked over for a couple of days whilst I thought, oh, why me again? <laughs> what am I going to do? <laughs> um, but yeah, because of the experience and the knowledge that I had before, it was a lot easier to do what you said and just take control again. What can I do about it? Take some responsibility. And it, it all worked out great. Mm. And it, it even applies to things like if you've got a colleague at work that you're not getting along with or, you know, um, some kind of situation that you might face every day. Um, if you if you step if you're able to step back from it and think, OK, well, I can't change them. I can't change the way they're reacting. What can I actually do? How can I react to this in a way that's going to move it forward? in the way I want it to. You're not necessarily going to have the whole situation be as you want it to be, but if you start thinking about, well, what can I do that's going to um, put start nudging it in the direction I want it to go in, then you're at least going to be taking some, some action. You're going to be taking some step forward and you'll find that you're much more able to recognise and accept um, solutions or, or other alternatives that come along, other options for, for how you respond um, will come along because you're in that more resourceful state. Brilliant. And on that on that note, I think we're going to have to pass the locus of control back to our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> We've run out of time. Thanks ever so much, Sam. Fantastic Cheers, as always. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye.